my gosh, welcome back to Art Watch Podcast. It has been a crazy two weeks. Oh my gosh, because I know that I was supposed to have an episode out my first week of classes, and then I definitely got like thrown under the bus with the crazy amount of readings I had just trying to get back into the swing of things and figuring out my new schedule. And then, of course, last week, oh my gosh, we had snowmageddon in Texas. And while my family is doing well, we were out of power for like a day and a half. And then it threw off my entire schedule. I got put behind, my internet kept going in and out, and I was just trying to keep up with my classes. So I did not have time to record the way I normally do, which I usually record on Monday or Tuesday. And then I edit it that same day and then I put it up on put up a new episode on Wednesdays and this freeze definitely threw off my schedule. But again, I'm I'm very fortunate in the fact that my family really didn't we didn't really have a hard time with it, thankfully. Although crazily enough, I don't know if I should say this, my mom is probably gonna get upset at me, but we almost accidentally roasted our bearded dragon smog. She's a cranky lizard. So when the power went out, like she has a heat lamp, obviously, you know electricity super important well if you don't know anything about reptiles they can't really sustain their own body heat so they need to stay warm so we wrapped her tank in towels and blankets to try and keep in some heat but i didn't realize that my mom had put the heat lamp back on top of the blanket so during the middle of the night like i wake up i was sleeping downstairs because we have a fireplace in our house and I was trying to stay warm and I was, you know, getting those mega dog snuggles. But I wake up at like three or four in the morning and I'm smelling like smoke. And I'm I'm like walking my way downstairs, like I don't have my glasses on, I couldn't see. <clears throat> and then it like dawns on me, oh my gosh, the light is on. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a heat lamp on top of blankets, on top of the lizard's tank. So I had to rush to get the blankets off, put the fire, like there was a small fire starting, put the fire out, and then I just threw the blankets in like our laundry room, and I was like, the lizard's not dead, I'm going back to sleep. It was a really weird night, <laughs> but I'm really thankful that I slept downstairs, otherwise I'm, I'm fairly certain that a fire would have happened. But the lizard is 100% okay, she is cranky as ever, and okay, so I keep saying my lizard is cranky, but this lizard is a cranky lizard. Yeah, she's a rescue. Long story short, her owners just kind of like left her in an apartment and they abandoned her and they were only feeding her like iceberg lettuce. She doesn't like people. I tried to, you know, bond with her and she just doesn't like me very much. She doesn't like anybody, but that's fine. We respect her wishes. She doesn't want to be touched, so we don't touch her. But yeah, no, super glad the lizard is okay. <laughs> really glad my dogs are okay. And of course, like, you know, our house too. That's that's very important. But um, I know that there have been a lot of like lists Instagram post, Facebook post that are being shared across various social media sites. And if you are in the position to do so, definitely try and donate to one of them. Lots of families were impacted in Texas. Um, I know like in my area in Houston, there were tons and tons of families that were just struggling. I mean, we only just got out of our water boil today. Which is really great, so you know we can drink the water again. Um, but in my area, there's like a ton of young families, and I don't know how they 
did all this with babies and elderly people in their households. So if you can donate, definitely do. Um, I'm going to try and put up like a link. I think there's one that was like a Google uh, doc. And I'll see if I can put that in the link to this. And if you are able to donate, please do. Um, it is greatly appreciated for the people that have been impacted, of course. But yeah, so in true college fashion, I have my podcast as like the host on Podbean and they have like a free trial where you get like, it's like a total of like five to like seven hours, I think, of podcast airtime that they give you for free. And so I have 23 minutes left. So I am going to make this a relatively short episode. I'm going to try and get it to 23 minutes exactly. And I'm going to 100% get my like my money's worth out of this free trial. And then I'll pay for the monthly subscription. And then the podcast will officially be up on Spotify and iHeartRadio, I think. And I think Pandora too, and a couple others. Um, so that's super exciting. And then as soon as I get that, I'm also going to make the website. I'm thinking I will probably do WordPress because I have this merch uh, store in mind where it's like no inventory on my part. And it's like they make all of them, but they're really high quality designs. And that way you get it quicker and you get so many more things for a lower rate and I'm very excited to start that. And so hopefully that will come, the website, I mean, will come in the next like two weeks. And then what I'll do is because on those patron levels that I have on my Patreon account, there are some that include merch. So what I'll do is I will send out like for those specific patrons a message with like a code and on my merch website, which will be embedded in my actual website, you can um, get the, op the item that you are allowed to for that period. And um, yeah, so hopefully all of this will come to fruition in the next like two, three weeks. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited for that. And as as I get more patrons, then what I'll do is Patreon actually has like a specific merch incentive, but um, I need more patrons to actually do that because they take a portion of whatever you donate to help pay for the merch itself. So as soon as I get enough patrons to do that, I'll have Patreon exclusive merch and it'll be done that way. So I'm really excited for the trajectory of where the podcast is going. And then one other update. So my university, old university, actually reached out to me and they did an alumni spotlight. So um, whenever it is up, I will share it on the Artwatch podcast, Instagram and Twitter page. I think they have, I think the College of the Arts has a Twitter account. If not, I'll, I'll send the link on Twitter. It'll be really cool. I'm pretty excited. Um, I got to talk about like some of the stuff that I was researching, obviously the podcast and kind of like what I'm doing as far as like my career goes, um, which is mostly focused on school at the moment. Of course, the podcast too. So yeah, I'm excited for that. Hopefully that'll be up soon. I know, of course, the university was also put behind schedule. Um, so as soon as that's out, I'm going to share that to the Instagram page and Twitter page. 
So if you aren't already following me on Instagram and Twitter, my handle is at artwatchpodcast on both platforms. And definitely follow. And if you aren't already, subscribe on Podbean, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and then soon Spotify. That'll actually be the second, like the next week or two will be up on Spotify because I have to pay for next week's episode. So like the first week of March, that's when we'll be up on Spotify and it'll be great because I know so many people, myself included, use Spotify. So yeah, super, super excited. Things are moving along slowly but surely. And the last two weeks, have been crazy to say the least. And I'm sure it has been crazy for a lot of my listeners as well, since I know many of them live in Texas or they have family members in Texas. So my my heart is definitely with you guys. And um, if you need anything, just contact me and I will do my best to help in any way I can. Um, Yeah, so since this episode is mostly, I guess, kind of like a recap what we've been doing and also it's the start of the semester. Granted, it's a couple weeks in now. Um, I'm actually, I think in week three or week four, um, so a little bit late, but I think it's kind of cool to talk about, um, how to kick off your spring semester and keep to the schedule that you set. So I know last semester slash one of the first episodes was about like writing essays, how to be a college student sort of deal. But I think for the spring semester, at least for me, it always feels the longest because spring break is so late in the semester or um, it's either super early in the semester and then it's like you have no break in between. So I, in the last like two years, have really, really relied on my planner and um, really like setting goals for myself. And one thing that is super, super important is setting boundaries between school, work, in your personal life. So for me, the way my program works is that my program is actually my job. So school for me is work, which sounds horrible, but it's really not. Like I, I enjoy it. Um, of course, like with any job, there are moments where you're like, ah, this is awful, but it's definitely worth it. Um, so what I wanted to change this semester for my own study habits was reinforcing that line between school and my personal life and setting that balance so that I'm not driving myself crazy. I mean, school has already changed so much for everybody with being entirely online or like 90% online. I know some schools have like hybrid classes now. Um, It kind of varies by state, but as far as like New York and I think, well, actually no, I know New York for sure, like, we're obviously all still online, but I think some of the Texas schools have, like, some portion of in-person. In but um, for me, last semester really just kind of took over. I was doing schoolwork 24-7. I hardly ever took a break. Um, I was cramped in my tiny New York apartment, and I, I was not in the best space. And... I mean, it's adjustment for any new program um, or it's an adjustment for really like upping the level in like if you're an undergraduate student, there's a big shift between freshman year and senior year. So, you know, like it gets more intense. It can be like more demanding as far as like your assignments. And then depending on like if you're a master's student, your second year is usually more demanding because you're working on your thesis. So you're having to meet your own deadlines that you set. 
and really hold yourself accountable. And as far as like my experience so far in a PhD program, I feel that the professors, obviously they want the most from you because the whole point for you being in this program is to like push you and like shape you into a scholar, like, like be free little bird, fly away. Um, you are now in the world of art and you have the ability to say you're a doctor and all the things that come with it. Um, now that's not to say like people with only a master's degree are not as valuable because they absolutely freaking are valuable. And I think it's kind of like frustrating that like having a master's degree is very difficult to find a job. I actually recently applied to be a professor at, at like one of the local community colleges here. And I did not hear back, even though I was definitely very qualified. So, I mean, you know, like, it's, it is hard in certain uh, fields to have a job, which, yeah, anyway. But, um, God, what was I talking? Oh, right, the schedule for the semester. Like, last semester, it really took over my life, and I didn't have a proper balance. Like, my study habits for the fall semester, they worked great for my master's program. I did really well in it, and I thought that that would translate over easily into the PhD program, and it did not. <laughs> um, let me tell you, last semester kicked my ass. Um... And this semester I decided that I was only going to do schoolwork Monday through Friday and Saturday and Sunday were going to be my fun days. And if I had to do a little bit of schoolwork or a little bit of like, I wanted to just get ahead, great, I can do it. But I wanted to get like 95% of my actual schoolwork, essays included, any assignments, all Monday through Friday. And this is all while I have class on Wednesday and Thursday, like back two classes back to back the same day. Um, and it was actually working out very well. Um, I, I was staying on top of it, you know, like, relying on my planner like I feel like this is going to turn into like a massive ad for passion planner and I really don't mean it to but I I swear by them I've tried other planners before but in my second year of my master's program I or it might have been my first year of my master's program I don't remember but no second year because this is only my second passion planner and I absolutely love it it's kind of like therapy meets a planner um so it's really great it helps you map out your goals and I am a huge advocate of it and I actually got I actually got my boyfriend to get one um and as far as I can tell he really likes it so if he doesn't he could he could comment on the the post for this episode and say that he wasn't a fan of it but in my opinion I think it really is the best the best planner out there and they have three different sizes there's all sorts of different things it's run by um a woman of color I believe she is like Pacific Islander I'm not sure but she it's like part of her platform where she really gives back to women of color and um each planner or like the one that I have it's the, a lot of the profits from each sale go to girls who code and yeah I, again this turned into an ad for a passion planner and I didn't mean it to but I'm really keeping myself accountable I'm pulling out all of these um like timelines for myself and so far it has worked really great so I would say for like if you're trying to get organized for this semester like maybe you didn't do so hot last semester try getting a planner or, or maybe a bullet journal um my friend uses one of like she made her own bullet journal I think and she really likes it and then I have somebody else that does like everything on her phone because it's synced up through Apple, like calendar, whatever it's called. And um, that way she can have it on all, all of her devices. 
classes, but definitely like make a balance, like make time for yourself in this new semester. Like I'm saying this to myself too, but um, I think for like students who maybe were struggling with time management, like if you have that sort of like clear reward at the end of the week, then you can kind of, you know, like go from there and, and you have a good plan for the rest of the semester. Um, and then, so for, of course, every class, depending on what level you're at, you'll probably have like a semester long assignment. And I have been challenging myself to start it early, early, early. And part of the reason was because last semester, I didn't start it as early as I probably should have. Like I started like a month and a half before and that was not enough time in my master's program. Program, that was plenty of time in this program it is not so um if you have like a long-term project make sure you're starting that sooner rather than later and it will really help you out in the long run because you won't be stressed come finals week when you have to turn them all in all at the same time and then you're like i hate my life because i waited too long to do this so yeah definitely for this spring semester you know like try and keep on track keep yourself accountable and i gotta say like granted we're only like week three or four into the semester but i really like the way that this has all turned out i've been able to keep on top of my assignments still probably not as far along in my own research projects as I would have liked but definitely like a big improvement from where I was this time last semester where I hadn't even thought about it so yeah and then of course um take advantage of the free services well your tuition dollars paid for it meaning free services and go to the writing center go to the writing fellow if you have one UH was really awesome and they had a art history writing fellow and you know like try and push yourself to be the best student that you can be in while at the same time, you know, recognizing that school is not going to be your life forever while you want to do your best, you know, don't let it take over and make time for yourself. That's, I feel like that's especially important for graduate students and students who are working full time. I know this was kind of like a self-help session, but it was it's kind of nice because it's also holding myself accountable and I'm hoping that maybe if like there's other students who were struggling in like the last semester or maybe like this semester didn't start off so hot especially for my my fellow Texans who this winter storm has kind of thrown everything off track hopefully just kind of like trying to make yourself aware that you know like it's okay that school isn't your entire life and as much as your professors you know want you to succeed and want you to participate you know 24 7 sort of deal be realistic with yourself and um yeah i don't know like don't don't let it take over your life have a good balance and obviously still work hard because that's how you become a better student. And that's how you'll, you know, it's gonna, it's not just gonna help you as a student, it's gonna help you in life. Um, <laughs> again, mega self-help, I'm so sorry. But yeah, so I'm really close to that 23 limit. So if you are not following me on Instagram and Twitter, it's at Artwatch Podcast. If you have something you wanna email me, my Gmail is artwatchpodcast at gmail.com and I hope you guys have a fantastic week. I will see you next time.